0: Now, this morning, I want to take you into the Word of God. My text this morning is taken from John um, chapter number 14. I'm going to read verses 5 to 6a from the Living Bible. My translation of choice this morning, for good reason, is the Living Bible. John 14, verses 5 to 6a, and I read. Thomas said, we haven't any idea where we are going. So how can we know the way? How can we know the way? And Jesus told him, I am the way. Yes, I am the way. Yes, and the truth and the life. This morning, I bring you a word in season. It is entitled, a way, my way, or the way. A way, my way, or the way. And this is the word of the Lord to you. I pray that you'll mix it with faith and it can birth many testimonies and so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible says, Thomas said to the Lord, we haven't any idea where we're going. And truly, truly, how many of us can say we know exactly where we're going in every facet of our lives? And so he asked the Lord, we have no idea where we're uh, and he was asking the right person. And so, how can we then know the way? He said, The way, the way to get to where you're going, you have to know the way. And Jesus said, That's simple. I am the way. Yes. Why don't you settle it and move away from a way of thinking? I uh, move away from my way of doing things and just let us go back to the way so that he can lead us uh, beside still waters. So that he can make us lie in green pastures, so that he can restore our soul, come on now. so that we can walk through the valley and not die in the valley, and walk through the valley of the shadow, and walk through it, come out of it, and land at the banquet table of the Lord, having eaten to our field a six-course meal of everything that life re- requires to be sweet, and so that we can now testify, like verse 6 says. Goodness and mercy, prosperity, and grace follows me all the days of my life. This is my text this morning. And I say the only way into the kingdom of God is the way. He is the way, the only way into the kingdom of God. He is the, the way into the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and added no sorrow. And he's the way out of trouble, not just to the kingdom, not just for the blessings that make it rich. The one that doesn't add sorrow, he's also the way out of trouble. And we are going through some troublesome, turbulent times. Uh, and so when I come with the word of God and I title it a way, my way, or the way, you need to pay attention. Because we may tarry in the valley of the shadow of death when we're going about it in a way or in my way. When we should be like Thomas saying, which is the way and the way. The way that uh, that leads out of trouble, that leads to still waters, makes us to lie down great pastures, is available this morning. I want to read something to you and just take an example from the Bible and see how this works. It's the story of Naaman, a chief commander of the army of Syria. The text is found in 2 Kings chapter 5. I'm going to first read verse 1 and skip over and read verses 9 to 14. And so 2 Kings chapter 5 verse 1 and then 9 to 14 from our normal text of the Bible, the New King James Version of the Bible. And here begins the reading of God's word. Now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master. Because by him, listen to this, by him the Lord had given victories to Syria. It was apparent that God was helping this man. And so this points to the life of every one of us because there was an aspect of God already at work in his life. But the Bible says, as I continue to read in verse 1, it says, because the Lord, uh, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria, he was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. So as much as God gave him victory, as much as God made him successful, king of Syria, know that this man is your strength. As much as he was a mighty man of valor, consequent about how the Lord was helping him, but he was also a leper. And this talks about how life hardly ever is in total balance for anybody. With all good things going, he had an issue. So the question is, this issue he has, uh, is he going to try to solve it in, in a way, or in my way, or will he go to the way, let's read on. In verse 9, the Bible says, well, let me just interject then, the story being um for brevity of time, for the shortness of time, I just want to um, uh, summarize that. He went to war, he brought back a uh, 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 an Israelite girl who was serving his wife and the girl who had seen Elisha at work with the power of God told his madam, told her madam that, listen, if a guy will go to Israel, there's a prophet there. And so let's go on to verse 9. Then Naaman went with his horses and chariot, and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, Elisha didn't come. Out. Great man of valor, grand commander of the army, notable man, wealthy man, successful. The Elisha slowly sent a messenger to him saying, Go and wash in the Jordan. Seven times in the number of perfection, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. Verse 11, but Naaman became furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me and stand in front of me and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand all over the place like I expect him to heal the leprosy and in verse 12, he starts raving running his mouth and not the abana and the papa the rivers of damascus better than all the waters of israel he started losing his composure could i not wash in them and be clean so he turned and went away in a rage I remind you of the title of this word. A way, my way, or the way. In verse 13. And then his servants came in and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? When he says to you, wash and be clean. It's simple. Verse 14. So Naaman changed his mind. And so he went down and did seven times in the same Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. And the Lord blessed the reading of the word and give us understanding, and that we may appropriate instruction therefrom, that we also may have the issues of our lives resolved to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Now, um, Naaman was so blessed, the Bible records that because God helped him. Whether he was a believer or not, God helped him. And the result was he became successful. But he had a problem, a major hindrance, uh, 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 a viral problem, leprosy that just won't go away. Try as it may, money won't solve the problem. Fame can't cover the shame. And providentially, God made sure he captured a little girl who was going to point him in the direction of the way by telling his wife, and his wife told him, and he navigated the way up to the door of where his residence was. And just because it didn't happen his way, he lost his school and started ranting. Many of us rant. And you need to be a little careful. You may be so close to your result and don't let your flesh, which is already the away, with leprosy, get in the way again. And what would Naaman have been thinking? He must probably have been thinking, there is a way I expect him to do it. There is a way I expect him to do it. In fact, I expect him to do it my way. He said, I thought he would come out to see me and stand before me and wave his hand in the, my way of seeing how this thing should be done, can be done. And so there is a way I expect him to do it, I expect him to do it my way. But at the end of the day, Naaman found out just in time that a way doesn't work, my way wouldn't work. But the way always works. So I'm going to say that again. But Naaman found out, and I hope you find out too, just in time, that a way doesn't work. My way wouldn't work. But the way always works. Because the way is not just a way. He's a person. He told Thomas, I am the way. Yes, the blessing that make it rich and, and added no sorrow. I am the way, the only way into the kingdom. And I am the way out of trouble. Naaman get it and i thank god he got it in the nick of time (laughs) oh there's a lesson there when god loves you it will start showing in some areas of your life you may get saved you may be doing well but because life always comes in black and white life is checkered, and so you will always have some uh, night time and some day time you always have some good times and some bad times you always have some 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 money and then you always have some trouble attached to the money because different levels come with different devils. and so god loves you and you and god orders your step to the point that you get to the door of your solution that is the place where you need to ask yourself is it going to happen in any kind of way or will i insist it has to be my way or will i be calm and let it be Through the way that God wants to get it done. And so the lesson, the first lesson here for me is Naaman's success was a little problem because he didn't, his success made him a little swollen-headed, and so he his pride and arrogance showed at the door of Elijah. Elisha. I want to ask you why didn't Elisha come out? It is a normal thing. Perhaps God knowing that once I want to heal this guy, I need to get rid of this pride because this pride is gonna kill him. I'm speaking volumes this morning. And so God told must have told the spirit of God must have told Elisha, don't come out, send your messenger to him. So that the problem that probably attracted the leprosy will surface. It's like the it's like when you're sick. The doctor wants to go to the root of the problem and extricate that problem so that you can be healed. So in this case, pride was one of the troubles that uh, uh, was in life of Naaman. And so by not going to the door, the thing suffers. And so the lesson is, does Naaman not know that God resists the proud? God does not bless the proud. If you elevate yourself above where God has put you, what you are saying is God I don't belong there, I belong there. Then he says, solve your problem yourself. May God not wash his hands of our matter in the name of the Lord Jesus. And why do I say that? The Bible says in Proverbs 14 and verse 12, uh, I read from the King James Version of the Bible, Proverbs 14 and verse 12, that there is a way, there is always a way that seemeth right unto a man But the end thereof are the ways of death. It starts with an idea. There is a way I expect him to do it. There is a way uh, I expect him to do it my way. And the Bible says, be careful. There is a way that always seems right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. He would have died in his lepros. Money or no money. Ah, Now, I want you to imagine for a moment that if Naaman's men had not intervened. Remember, they called him, my father. (laughs) They were robbing his ego because they knew if he didn't rob his ego, he would not listen. They didn't say, Commander. They said, my father, if he told you to do a big thing, because they knew that this is the moment. May we not miss our moment in the name of Jesus Christ. Imagine if Naaman's men had not used that as massaging his ego so that they can get through to him. This morning I'm trying to get through to you. As an oracle of God, the Lord is trying to catch your attention. Imagine if Naaman's men had not told him uh, to cool down, (laughs) Ah, he would have gone back the way he came. Oh, imagine if Naaman's men uh, have been bad boys and told him, Don't mind that Elisha. I beg of God, let's go back to Syria. And there are all kinds of people in our lives. Some people are deaf and dumb and blind. Never take counsel from them. But God loved this guy so much that he picked the right people. It's just like Saul when he went to look for the the donkeys of his father. Couldn't find the donkeys. He was going to go back home in in his beautiful, handsome, tall foolishness. But the servant said, I know there's a man of God here. Let's not go back. Perhaps he will tell us. The company you keep is critical. And it's not about just liking people. You can like people, but they don't have to be that close to you. Because he that walks with wise men will become wise. And wise men prosper. Imagine if this man had told him and he had listened, oh, don't mind Elisha, the guy is too proud. What anointing does he have? I beg, make me the go house. Which is what some people say when the pastor speaks to you. They say, don't mind him. You're older than him. You have more money than him. And don't mind him. I beg, let's go. What will have happened? There's a way that sinnet right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So next lesson is, mind the company you keep but let me read the same scripture proverbs 14 verse 12 from the living bible and this one just takes it to a whole new level proverbs 14 verse 12 the living bible it says before every man there lies a wide and pleasant road that seems right but ends in death before every man and every woman at all times there lies a wide and pleasant road uh, uh, Saying, um, asked um, the right question. He he went to the right person to ask the right question. I mean, Thomas. Facebook. Okay. All right. <laughs> the devil is alive. And so, um, when Thomas asked the question, he asked the right person, and he said, "I am the way. Yes." Now, when God wants, when we go through times like this, God wants to set us out. We should be careful whether we're looking for a way, any way, or we want to insist on my way. Or we're just open to see God us the way. All right? And I said to you, mind the company you keep, because before every man there lies a wide, very wide, easy road. That's right. And that's why the Bible says the, the road that leads to death and destruction is wide and easy, and there are many that go that way. My prayer is that any one of us not go that way, will go through the way and not insist on our way and not look for any way in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking this morning about a way of seeing things, I'm talking about a way of doing things. I'm talking about a way of dealing with things, a way of reacting to things, a way of interpreting things and a way of justifying things. I'm going to run through that again. A way of seeing things, how do you see things? A way of doing things, how do we do things? A way of dealing with things when they show up, a way of reacting to things when they said the man of God said go and do his reaction is why didn't he come out? A way of interpreting things and a way of justifying things. Whether you're an army general or not, you're junior in Iran to the man of God, period. So if he doesn't come out, you better cool down or go home with your problem. The man of God doesn't need any uniform. He has an army, but you can't see them. There are always more with him than those are with you. He had to learn the lesson. Oh, let me read the same scripture to you from um, Proverbs 14 and verse 12. The Passion Translation of the Bible. I'm talking about a way of seeing things, a way of doing things, a way of dealing with things, a way of reacting to things, a way of interpreting things, and a way of justifying things. Proverbs 14, verse 12, the Passion Translation of the Bible says, You can rationalize it all you want, and you can justify the path of error you have chosen, but you will find out in the end that you took the road to destruction. You can rationalize it all you want. Because Naaman, because who was at the crest of solving his problem, he was at the last bus stop for his life to change, for him to live well and enjoy the wealth and success he had acquired. And at that point in time, he rationalized what is going on. You... you And he started to rationalize how it should be done and it says and he said he should have come out you see when we start rationalizing how God should work we run into trouble Um, this please ignore the transmission if it hangs it will come back on just keep your focus on the Word of God you so you the the passion translation says you can rationalize it all you want and you can justify the error you have chosen but you will find out at the tail end may that not be our portion when it's too late that you took the wrong road that led to destruction so two things rationalizing a way of doing things rationalizing my way that I insist it has to be my way. It doesn't matter what God says about this matter. It doesn't matter the standard God said, I'm going to do what I want to do. He says you can rationalize it all you want. God, it says I will leave you. Go and just keep doing it. And then when then says, and then after rationalizing you can justify the path of error all you want. you have a whole lifetime to do that, but you will find out. Hmm. God is patient. A thousand years is like one day before the Lord. Do you want to go the wrong way? He says, I have patience for you. You'll find out in the end that you took the wrong road to destruction. May we not get to the end of life to realize that, oh God, why did I insist on a way of doing things? Why did I stay with my way of thinking? Why didn't I just go through the way that leads to life to lead to blessings that make it into an added soul? And I'm talking about a way of living your life. As we go through this pandemic, there is a way you rationalize what you can now do with the Lord, what you will not do for the Lord. You can justify, for instance, not giving your offering, not giving your tithes, not serving, and then not attending services, but streaming um, on the internet and listening to people that don't matter and you don't listen to the word of God. You spend a lot of time watching TV, but you don't spend any time in the word of God. You can rationalize it all the way. You can justify In the end, you find that you're a foolish man. That's what the Bible says. A way of living your life. How are you living your life? By the way, I would like you right now to please share this video because somebody needs to hear this word. Just pause right now. Look for the button that says share and just hit that button on your screen and share this video. And even as I speak, I expect you to get your tithe and your offering ready. Because we're talking about a way of serving God. Any you can't serve God with only your mouth. You have to serve God by serving Him, by obeying Him, and you have to give to support the work of the Lord. You have to help, you have to be good to people. You you have to remember the poor. You have to do the right things. It's not by mouth only, because talk is cheap. A way of living your life, a way of practicing Christianity. There are people that say, I will practice Christianity my own way. I will raise my children my own way. My idea of marriage is my own idea. Don't tell me how to do it. The way I spend my money mm -mm, is my way of doing it. So we're talking about a way of living your life, your way of practicing your Christianity. No, no, not your Christianity. It's nothing like your Christianity. Christianity is Christianity. If you say my Christianity, you are fooling yourself there's only one kind of christianity and it is steeped in the bible and it is in the it is in the word of god and the church is the pillar and the ground of the truth the house of god and that is where you hear the voice of the oracle of god and so let's settle this matter you can't say i'm doing it my own way there's nothing like that there's only the way so we're talking about the way of living your life your way of practicing christianity and your way of trying to navigate through tough times. And this is what God is trying to do. He's trying to catch your attention. He's trying to catch your attention that there is a way that's symmetrical. Hey, you will find out at the end that you missed it. Ah, uh, Don't insist on your way. Yeah, uh, the, the, uh, the name man said, I could have gone to my swimming pool. <laughs> I could have gone to London. <laughs> I could have gone to eat in this place. And the man of God said, just sit down eat there. And you'll be fine. So after you swim in your swimming pool, nobody wants to join you in your swimming pool because you are, you are, you are, you are a leper. L- listen, people may not tell you to your face, but people know what your problem is and they talk about it behind your back. It's about time to change the narrative. This is a crossroad from a way, is a, is is a is a is a is a, a T juncture. It's a T juncture. There are three points here now: a way, my way, or the way. So you want to take the right way today and the lord has something great for you let me even talk about talking about the way of living your life the way of practicing and the way of navigating through tough times i'm sure you remember the story of the widow of zarephath i have been expounding on that for a while and when there was a famine and everybody was going about a way of dealing with it and she devised a way on that day of how she was going to deal with the problem and along comes again a man of God, and brings the vo- brings the the, the the way of the Lord to her, and she said, "No, no, 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 no! I don't have any food. I'm going to bake a uh, cake and die, eat and die." And uh, Elijah said, "Bake me a loaf of bread first. Do it first, and bring it to me. Then after that, bake one for you and your son." And what was he trying to say, say do the way, your way of navigating through this family is wrong. Don't insist on the way. I've seen people do it. Don't insist on my way of doing it. Listen, there is the way that God is presenting to you today. Don't do it your way. Don't, don't do it my way. And this, this kind of, don't do it your way. Do it the way of the Lord. And this will be the result. Let me read the result to you very quickly. First Kings 17 verses 14 to 16, the Living Bible. First Kings 17. Verses 14 to 16, the living Bible. I read, it says, For the Lord God of Israel says that there will always be plenty of flour and oil left in your containers if you do it his way, the way. And there will be left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops go again. If you stop doing it your way and you do it the way God is telling you to do it. And so she did, thank God she did, and I hope some of us will. So she did as Elijah, the man of God, said. And she and Elijah and her son continued to eat from her supply. Hey, supply. Just keep supplying. From her supply of flour and oil as long as it was needed. Verse 16 says, for no matter how much they used, there was always Plenty left in the containers just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. Just as the Lord has promised. She had devised a way. She had planned her own way of doing it. And Elijah shows up and says, no, don't do it that way. Don't do it your way. Do it the way and this will be the result. And it happened exactly like that. My prayer is that we remember that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. As He moved them from their way to the way, and with name and got the result. The widow got the result. Your result is knocking on the door. Even as I preach this morning, may the messenger of your good news, uh, may your healing, uh, may your promotion not be returned to the warehouse as unclaimed. Because you were at the back door when you should be in the front door. You were in your own way when you should be following the way. Today happens to be a crossroad. Somebody under the sound of my voice, you're going to tap into the power of God as you go the way that God wants you to go and things will resolve themselves and you will testify, you will dance, you will rejoice, you will celebrate if you are that person. Why didn't you jump up and say Hallelujah. That is my portion. I receive that word in Jesus' name. That is the way to respond to a prophetic word. Not to sit down like ice cube. And, uh, and you're so cool, you become ice block. It is the time for you to open your mouth and respond to the word of God. Because there's a time and a season and there's an atmosphere. There's the hour of God's visitation. May we not miss it in Jesus' mighty name. I want to read Proverbs 14 again to you. Verses 12 and 14 this time. Proverbs 14, verses 12 and 14. Listen to this very carefully. It says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death, New King James. Verse 14 says, the backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. Ooh, la la. God is talking to us. May our heart be open, and the light shine in the dark recesses of our heart. So that we can tap into the power of God that is quick and powerful to change things around. Speedily for us in Jesus' name. He says, but, he says, there is a way, there is a way that seems right to a man, But watch it, the end is the way of death. And he says, listen, verse 14. The backslider is defined as the one who is filled with his own ways. Those that say, my way, you don't have to stop coming to church. You don't have to stop praying. You don't have to stop worshipping. As long as you insist on your way, it says you are a backslider. So the backslider in her, it will be filled with their own ways. So they cannot tap into the way. But a good man who lives a way, who lives his, his own way and moves to the way of God, Will be satisfied from above. The word satisfies means you're going to come out of that valley. You're going to sit at the banquet table. You are going to testify goodness and mercy, blessings and prosperity, and now my portion. You are going to be satisfied with life, and you are going to not. You are going to stop existing life. You are going to start living the life. You are going to start enjoying your life. That is what is called satisfied. May this be your portion and my portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As we move away from a way of thinking, a way of of, of redefining our Christianity because We're going through COVID. No, 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 no. We move away from my way. and insisting of doing things my own way and look into the word of God and see what God said and humble yourself like Naaman. Go wash in the Jordan. The Jordan may not be clean, but that is what is good for you. And do what is good for you and so that you can come out on the right side. That's what the widow did. As soon as she heard about the way of handling the crisis of famine, bam, she went and baked the first one and gave it to the man before she went back to start baking her own. That talks about humility. Pride goes before a fall. God resists the power. Listen, you can insist. He says in the end you will find out. God says you can, you, can, you can justify it all you want. You can rationalize it all you want. I have time. And anybody that says I will not do, Elijah he says I have reserved 7,000 to do what I need to get done. So my, my prayer is that God may God not sideline us after he has waited and for a long time. In any case, this this day is a day the Lord has made. We can change the narrative today by going the way of God. I want to lead you to a prayer. And that prayer is found in Psalm 5. Verses 7 to 8, I read from the New Living Translation. Psalm 5, verses 7 to 8, the New Living Translation. Psalm 5, verses 7 to 8, the New Living Translation. It comes up on your screen now. It says, because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house. I will worship at your temple with deepest awe. That's what we owe God. I will worship in your temple with the deepest awe. Then the prayer is, lead me in the right path. Oh Lord, all my enemies will conquer me. <laughs> Make your way plain for me to follow. You want to pray that prayer? Lord, lead me in the right path. Not in my own way. <laughs> lead me in the right path, oh Lord. All my enemies will conquer me. Enemies of pain, of shame of poverty, of unhappiness, of being broke, and all kinds of things. Or, or lead me in the path, in the right path, oh Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Father, please lead us in the right path, so that the enemies that come with this COVID will not conquer us. So the enemies of our joy, of our well-being, of a fulfilled life, of a long life, will not conquer us. Uh, the, the psalmist says, make your way. Make the way, hey, make your way plain for me to follow. Not just to hear in the sermon. Not just to talk about it. To hear it and to follow it. To hear it and to do it. Not hear us only, but doers of the word so that we can come into that blessing. So that we, the season can change for us like Naaman. Uh, the season can change for us like the widow of Zarephath, From being needy as much as they wanted, they ate and they lack nothing Glory to God. Father, we thank you, as you by your word today that you lead us in the right path, not the path of foolish men with foolish counsel, not according to our flesh, the right path from God who sees the end from the beginning so that our enemies will not conquer us. Oh, make your way, the way out of this trouble. Make it plain. Make it easy for us to understand so that we can follow the path that leads to joy, so that we can follow the path that leads to healing, so that we can follow the path that leads to testimonies. Thank you, Father, for hearing us. I give you praise. I give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Can you say amen and amen? What a fantastic prayer the Lord has shown us in Psalm 5, verses 7 to 8. As I as I close, I want to read to you Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6 in three translations. First, from the New King James Version, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Hmm. How you understand it may not be the right one. In all your ways, acknowledge Him as the way, and He will direct your path. The New Living Translation says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend, do not depend, do not depend on your own understanding of the times and the seasons. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Now, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Hmm. Amen. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. I could have have gone to Syria to my simple. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. The message translation says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, wherever you go. He is the one who will keep you on track. I like that. He is the only one that can keep you on track. Don't treat on yourself. Don't imagine you know everything. Don't lean on your own. Don't depend on your own. Don't try and figure out everything with your own head. Within your own head. Verse 7 says, the message Bible, it says, don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Ooh. Saying to God, don't assume you know it all wrong to God. So he shows you the way and run from evil. Oh, oh, this is really good. And Proverbs 3 verse 6, the Living Bible says, and this is where I close, Proverbs 3 verse 6, the Living Bible says, in everything you do, the same text, the Living Bible, in everything you do, put God first and he will direct you to where? To the way. And then he will calm your effort. With success, all day man did. He didn't take no antibiotics. He just dipped in the water seven times, inexplicably, something that's incurable found his way back from to hell, wherever he came from. In everything you do, put God first. The widow of Zarephath had a way planned out, but when she heard about the way. She put God first according to the direction that came from the man of God. And God crowned her efforts with success in the sight of everybody. Glory to God. Today, we stand at the point of shame and gain. We stand at the point of trouble uh, and victory. We stand at the crossroad of struggle or breakthrough. You, You can go your way or you can go the way. To so Thomas, the Lord says, you don't know where you're going. You don't know the way. He says, I am the way. Yes, you have heard from the way today. You have heard about the way today. Choose life that you and your family can enjoy abundant life. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to lift up your hand, your right hand with me, as we share our tent We believe in the God of grace. We rely on the grace of God. So the God of grace gives us his grace always to win the race. Amen and amen.